Welcome to the Didi and Latal Show. Advice, thoughts, and stories from a married couple on cybersecurity, technology, and life in general. Now here are your hosts, Didi and Latal. Hello and welcome to the Didi and Latal Show. It's the end of the year. We've it made it so far. Yes. What's up, Didi? Wearing your... My Santa playing hockey. Yay. Yes, I have a new ugly sweater for Christmas. Yeah, the green colors uh, blend with a green screen, so you, know, you look like part one of you is invisible. One of the important things to know when you're on stage, as a hint, you can talk about everything honestly, but don't point towards the hole in your sock. You can skip the hole in your sock. Now, if you wouldn't have said that, nobody would have noticed. Now they do, because exactly. we have a great production here. And yes, like we, we pay do. attention for the... Details. You pay attention to details. I blah, 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 everything. What's up? So as everybody follows, the, even though the Chiefs sucked to levels that is unbelievable, had drops and picks and everything, they still beat the Patriots. Mac Jones, I think, is done in New England. I think Bill is done in England, in New England. And the Bruins are back to being normal. Like losing games at, at the tail end, letting in goals in the last minute. What we had expected them, so basically last year is washing out. So we wanted to do an episode that will summarize one of the most terrible years ever. And we look forward to 2024 that is I'm worried may not be. It will be better. It you will think, be better. I hope so. Well, yeah, let's talk about it. So... So, and let's leave some room for optimism, yeah. which is hard. So I'll start with <laughs> Dickens. Why Dickens? Because be, A Tale of Two Cities starts with, it was the best of times, it was the worst of times. And it makes fun of the kings of England and, and uh, France and their stupidity. And I think this is a good time to say that this year is exactly an example of this is the best of times and this is the worst of times. Personally, at least, my year was a year of accomplishment. The fact that we got vindication, and it's very, very clear that today, uh, this year is going to be the year of identity, I think is a very clear indication that the two years Matt and I spent in Oort building what we built is impactful and meaningful. We saw a company called Spera just being bought by Okta, which was right. the second company in that acquires in your space in uh, after in Cisco bought you, your uh, company. Exactly. So basically, Okta got, I don't want to say uh, the sloppy seconds, but the sloppy seconds. So basically, it's kind of indication that the path that we started on is the right path. And also, it's very, very clear after the MGM breach and a few other incidents that... Um, Identity that is the, the perimeter that's... Attacks exactly. go through. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I think we've heard this now with a lot of the XDR companies. They're coming in and saying, yeah, but we also do identity. And they, they used to start by saying, yeah, identity doesn't matter. And identity is somebody else's problem. Well, I don't know if they said it, but maybe they focused on other things. They focused, uh, that was uh, the main claim. The, the, the their main claim was always on endpoint, endpoint, and endpoint. Endpoint was the thing, yeah, for a yes. long time. Yes. Now identity is basically the new king. And that's good because I've been saying this from the top of the, mm -hmm. from the rooftops for a couple of years. So we get got good vindication, and I hope we're going to build. And I see a path in which I'm I'm going to toot a little bit of our own horn. That I think we're going to build something really awesome 
in the next year or so in which enforcement of access is going to be a lot more prevalent and better. So that's kind of the my my professional year in terms of gratification. In terms of personal, I think October 7th crushed my soul. Everyone's souls. Not everybody's souls. I'm, I'm assuming that some people kind of... On the other side, that celebrate, but yes. No, uh, no, 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 no. There's a lot of people that couldn't care less. But for me, I, I don't think my life will ever be the same. It's I have a cloud of sadness over me, and it's not going away. And it impacts every part of my life. And it has not become any better in any way, shape, or form. I'm continuously depressed. And it's stressful in so many ways. I feel like uh, it, I feel like when I go through my days, I'm walking through mud. So great success, great failure. Also, I am seeing that a lot of things that I truly believed in are kind of falling apart. And uh, this is the concept of the liberal state and the fact that we're going further and further apart this year made it very, very clear between... If you think about when we started our podcast, podcast number five, we had Dimitri. And Dimitri came in and talked about Ukraine. Yes. And we're now at episode six million. And... Maybe 60. Well, well we produce a Dave. We're, we've been doing it for over a year now. Yes. Um, I believe we're at six or good. so. So, yeah. so a little bit over a year. I think we started around Thanksgiving last, last year. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we, And so still things are the same, if not worse, in the Ukraine. Yeah, exactly. The war so. is not about to end and it's going to be worse because we're not going to support them anymore. It doesn't it matter like. on the politics, yeah. but people don't care. People were no. really, really focused, and you can see this also with our little part of the the, pol- the politics of the world. You can see that there are people screaming somewhere in in the in the background. But Trump in Colorado basically made everybody care about one thing right now, and that's Trump in Colorado. So, best of times. It's life. Best uh. of, so, best of times, worst of times. I do look at the technology landscape, and I'm seeing so many companies coming out of stealth. Yeah, we'll talk in a second about next year, and, and I have a lot to say. I, I want to echo when, like, the look back. I, I so much like you feel the same. So, like, on the personal achievements, things that um, happened to me personally, so many good things this year and so many things to be grateful about. And uh, joining Tick Security, being acquired so fast, uh, this whole market that is booming and really interesting, like similar to identity data is a very interesting space. I mean, even at Hunters dealing with data from the other side, so many good and interesting things that happened this year. There is just on a personal level, on growth level, having doing that and getting so much feedback from people listening to us and appreciate what we do and coming and being on a podcast. It is fulfilling and there is a lot of greatness. And then comes this, as you said, I don't think any of us will be the same after what happened on October 7th. I, I also like trying to go through my daily lives and it's just... A big cloud sitting. Um, nights are not back. I cannot yeah. sleep. My sleep, I, I guess I was exposed to too many stories and it's this. Doom scrolling again. 
maybe, and, and it's just worrisome. It's just worrisome about where we're heading. And as you said, a lot of other trends that go on at the same time makes me really, really worried. But maybe I don't want to get us into this. No, so Zoom, so uh, this is terrible, negative. So, so this is the part where everybody needs to know, and you need to come out and say, "Hey, everybody, I am a doom scroller. Lital is a horrible, horrible, horrible doom scroller." Yeah, and it's not healthy for. So maybe I do a detox for end of year, and yes. maybe we're going to California for a week. You're, you're going to be there less, less time, but maybe I will disconnect myself from social media. I'm going to remove my accounts from my cell phone. So I think a week off social media will be really healthy. Or just follow Rebecca Kennedy. And, and oh, Peloton stuff. is not going to be removed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You mean seeing people getting married on social media. Yeah, the thing is, if I'm on Instagram, I will see a lot of other things, like yes. posts about anti-Semitism that I don't want to watch yes. anymore i had enough but i do want to talk about the positive outlook yes. so one thing uh, i want to say is that so part of my company the company i joined very recently dig got acquired by palo alto network and part of like the big decisions to make um i'm actually gonna stay in startup life and i'm not joining palo alto at the moment um and uh, I've been talking with a lot of startups to see what's my next gig. And it gives me a lot of great exposure to what's up and coming. And that is freaking exciting. So on the positive side, I can tell you there is a lot of VC money. People just have money to spend on new technologies and on the best next great thing, as you said, we see a lot of companies in stealth mode or soon to be coming out of stealth that got very significant seed funding. So VCs have enough to give very, very nice round of seeds and A's for company to go establish really good products out of the get-go and go check their product market fit. One area that I think a month from now will be booming. We're all going to hear about it. Surprise, surprise is this LLM security, which will mean different things to different areas. Uh, it will be a, a full industry kind of a sector in cybersecurity that is being born and established as we speak. The need is clear. If you are nowadays an enterprise, a company, you're asking yourself, how am I going to use AI in the different aspects of my organizations? And at the moment, tons of organizations have put the, bra the brakes on because there is a risk. They don't know. There are no policies in place. So many of them are just blocking chat GPT, blocking the use, because that's the natural thing for big enterprise. They, they want to stop the risk first. They don't know if they can allow data to be licked or, or they can have people play, but they all understand that there is um, an enormous opportunity for productivity and whomever is not going to be doing that will lose to competition. That, that is will usually. leverage AI. So it's, it's such a pressure 
from that the users inside of your organizations, from management to actually go and leverage AI that very fast. And I think all CISOs nowadays are sitting and writing policies together with data governance people in the organizations of how to think about it, what is okay, how what tools, they, external tools are okay to be using, how to incorporate it internally, each company with their own use cases. I think a huge industry is being born as we speak from professional uh, services that will help with consultancies and understanding and, and all those big consultancy firms. I'm sure if they're not already doing it, they will. Off-the-shelf security from compliance and visibility and all those kind of things too. Then things that will be embedded in the models themselves. It's a great new world out there yep. and be ready for tons of buzz. So Everybody in RSA next year is going to talk about that. So here's the thing, the way I view AI security. So one of the big stories of the year would be how DD came to, to make peace with AI. Ah, uh, you used to say it's just your stupid uncle. It is, it is still my dumber uncle. But here's how I came to make peace with AI. It's very much like Dr. Strangelove and how I came to make peace with the bomb or whatever the name is. It's uh, he, here's what I've learned. So a lot of this, I'm, uh, I don't know if DJ is listening to my podcast, but thanks, DJ. One of the things that made me kind of accept AI and understand a little bit of this is, is we bought another company at, at Cisco right before, right before we bought Ort. And it was called Armor Blocks. And what the, the team has done, they used to do very good mail protection with a very smart AI engine. And what they've said is, you know what, we can be a best email tool out there, or we can revolutionize how one of the biggest companies in the world does AI. And they chose the latter, and it's amazing. And so uh, one of the conversations that we had early on, and I said, all this AI is BS. It's just statistical inference. And he says, yes, of course it is. One of the things that I think AI brought is we... Dorona and I and Dennis built a tool called Application Policy Manager a million years ago that basically looked at what your firewall does and told you, actually based on natural language, how you have a policy that says, I'm going to block Didi from going to Facebook, because that's what I want. I don't want it to say IP, IP, do something. And this is, was really, really hard. And when we presented this, nobody wanted it. And we went off and built the, the old table and did it just better and faster. Right now, the market wants to see this. The use of friendliness. The, the, they want to interact with the machine. With natural language with and natural not with language. expert language. And, and that is the difference. So when DJ and I were talking about this, he said, yeah, all, all AI is exactly what you said it to be from the day one. It's basically 90% of the team needs to deal with data processing and data cleansing. None of this is AI. None of this is LLM. None of this is any of the high-end sophisticated things. A lot of it is just understanding that if you put garbage in, you get garbage out. And you need to understand how you ingest data the right way. And data ingestion teams, and that's why data security spiked, and that's why a lot of the other things spiked, because I think people are getting to understanding that data ingestion is not something you can generalize, it's a core part of your business. It's a core part of what you do. 
is understanding the data you extract, how to translate this into something that can be used in a model. And then there are the modelers and the people that sit on top of that. Mm-hmm. And when we say AI, what we actually mean is not the AI that governs, for example, the Iranis announced an hypersonic AI-driven missile. That's a missile that just tries to duck other missiles. It's a very different concept, that AI versus other AIs. What we're, when we speak of AI, we mean something that is generative AI, meaning that a machine can generate something new. That's an important distinction. Generative, gen AI. Gen AI. And that's the big thing, not just AI. It's AI that's creative. Understanding its limitations. So one of the things everybody said, and that's part of my joke about the dumber uncle, is that if we want AI to be creative, we need to let it make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Which it does. Which it does. It and hallucinates and make up shit. But because it does, um, we need to understand how that fits into our enterprise models. And because of the, the other part is to make this happen, you need to bring all the data into a place where you need to decide, do you want to fit it, feed it to external models? That's data loss prevention. You need to think. Do Incorporating your own in-house models, which is could be by tools that you bring on-premise, home, uh, on-cloud. Exactly, and that limits the, the, the growth of the model. Of course, because how much data you have versus everyone else. If you want to learn from sales data, do you want just the sales of your own corporation or do you want the data that Salesforce has from all its tenants? Yes, and now you need to understand, do you have basically data security problems. So we have DLP and we have data. Either you concentrate all the data in the big data warehouse and now you better know how to secure it and who accesses it. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Again, uh, who accesses it, um, somebody will start asking the the LLM model questions and he will retrieve answers. Yes. And does the person that is getting this information allow to see that? So you have the provisioning now identity, all this, because the model will de- generate all kinds of things. Exactly. So that's the other part, identity and its linkage to AI. And all this stuff came to fruition in 2023. And that's yes. Why, and that's the why, year of Gen AI. It's not just the year of Gen AI. It's the year that you need to understand that AI and identity go hand in hand, because otherwise you, my key question would be, what can DD do? And we always I, bring it to identity because everything is identity. Everything is data. Uh, everything <laughs> is data, and everything is identity. Yeah. So, yeah. We're, so it, we're, it's the mix. That's security. At the end of the day, that's what it is. The okay. data you will feed in, what the model will create, how the model will be built, and then who accesses it. Yes. Um, so a whole new brave world that now that's Gen AI security yes. ready to go. Tons of innovation and it's coming up. And the same thing is happening with privilege access because people now understand that there's more data available, so you better know what you, how you deal with privileged access. If before this, the cyber arcs of the world, all it did was protect root access from specific machines, now there's different kinds of privilege, mm-hmm. and privilege is impactful. And that was a conversation in that came up 
a lot in Identiverse over the summer, and it's definitely coming up more now at, towards the end of the year. The other big thing that happened, speaking of identity and innovation and identity, is the fact that passkeys became basically prevalent everywhere. True. Before this year, Google, Apple, right now, everybody basically... Every app is basically using passkeys. Right. If it wasn't for this podcast, I wouldn't have noticed. But because of that and all those discussions we had about it, I can see the plethora of apps using it. Exactly. And it's becoming now the standard of identification. Yep. And that paves the way for a lot of other innovations. So we discussed passkeys, which is important, our little acquisitions. We discussed the, the, me coming to terms with AI and the impact <laughs> of, of AI. Uh, we discussed you will end up having a company that will build something around that. I, I see it in the future. So Once you finish your... By the way, me believing in something and me making money out of something... Oh, uh, it takes a while. No, you no, have no, four no. years to yeah, be yeah, yeah, to yeah. sit but, at this. No, but but regardless, I have no scruples. I have no morals. I I will make <laughs> money selling <laughs> everything to anybody. If somebody wants to buy it, I'll build it and sell it. Also, one of the things that is important, I, I think I haven't say, said this this year. I've said it that last year. The thing that is most profitable to sell is the most boring shit that nobody wants to do. So the more boring That's shit. That's always true. Exactly. So, so there is another area that I think is growing and it's part of this Gen AI kind of emerging application security well, yeah. will be a very, very hot topic in 2024 and going forward with you, you will add a lot of pieces of code that were not created by human beings. You will use all these tools and you will need to have safe ways of incorporating them into software not to talk about the compliance and and what so all this kind of visibility orchestration observability of all those things i think there is uh, another brave new world that is coming up soon yes because if you take pieces from whatever gen ai machine that creates code for you you need to know is it vulnerable what does it have and you're smiling because I said vulnerable. And uh, now you need to yeah. say Kubernetes, and, and I'll be very happy. Leave it aside. <laughs> um, the joke is that Didi says that with my Israeli accent, I cannot say this word. So you can't, we'll say, refrain you, for you can't say Kubernetes, you can say vulnerability, and there's a couple of others. But I, I enjoy this. I think what you're mentioning of application security is really important. Also, when we talk about application security, one of the things that did was made clear because of the amount of application being created thanks to Gen AI and Copilot and a lot of the other things and the the spike in productivity yeah. is, is is the spike in vulnerabilities. And because the Think world- about the supply chain opportunity here. If you create a vulnerable piece of code that will be implemented in millions of applications Ta-da. Yes. Like you have the next gen yeah. solar winds. Oh, log for J. Yeah, exactly. So, and one of the more interesting part of this is the MGM incident and Okta getting popped a couple of times, and Microsoft getting popped, and the only person saying anything about it is a meet. So there was also something became very clear. 
if the year of 2023 was the year of connectivity, we, we basically, because of things like those capable tools like passkeys and improvements in OIDC and other protocols, it made applications more available. But one of the basic things that we've built as we built a lot of these applications is we also built an ability to not kill sessions or sessions. It was the application's responsibility to kill the sessions. So Microsoft is now releasing something because everybody discovered that they have a little bit of a problem of key revocation. So if I create a session in Slack or in Microsoft Office, it could be that this session... I need to hope that Office or Slack will come back to Okta and ask them, is this token still valid? And to kill a session in a lot of those things basically takes like forever. And a lot of the breaches this year basically highlighted this. I think people will be a lot more requiring of continuous authentication and a lot more requiring of a, a path in which I can kill your session for real. So if you leave dig security, I need to have a button that kills your Slack like now, not three days later, which is the amount of time that Slack, if somebody is not nice and decides not to delete their Slack, their Slack stays there like forever until the users are actually deleted out of the system. So something that actually can kill the session, really kill the session. And I think this is where uh, an amalgam of network and identity will come together. Sounds like... Also, some response capabilities yes. like there, there is a also new generation of incident response tool uh, mitigation tools for cloud and identity. So there is uh, I've been meeting with some companies that think about those kind of things, like those kind of risks and what you do. What else? What's new? Interesting so, things so that are coming new, up. Before new and interesting, I want to take a look in. I still do want to. I still want to deal with the retrospect, in terms of big stories of 2023. Yeah. Uh, so, one of personal note, and this is a good sign of how or bad sign of how trivialities kind of stopped affecting me. I completely forgot to mention the big collapse of the Bruins after the best season. Of all times. Well, what do you mean? We talked about it for like episodes and episodes. Yes, but okay. this is the big, one of the biggest We're already in the next season. Yes, and I'm still in pain, physical pain. <laughs> it's just so, it's just so bad. It was just so bad. Okay. So. You yeah. got yourself the space for that. What else? What else? We covered Bill. We covered the Celtics. Oh, we have exciting news. We're getting a new home. After oh. me talking about yes, yes. looking around and wanting to get a new home, we're actually getting a new home. On the river. On the river. We'll be able to go and pedalboard from if, our backyard. Yes. If you want to come pedalboarding with us, come ping, ping me, us. Ping us. We, we, we will have a pedalboard ready for you. So coming this spring, we'll have a waterfront location. Hopefully. Yes. I mean... Hopefully. Yes. I'm just thinking of the amount of junk in the house that we need to throw away. If you I'm need just th- thinking of the pain of paperwork, of oh, closing yes. and stuff. Uh, yes, that's yeah. another thing. So, yeah, that's, that's very positive news that we have. What else? What else in terms of the year itself and thing? Oh, yes. The Celtics got rid of Marcus Smart. Crypto uh, collapsed. Uh, crypto collapsed, yes. That's good. Yes. Like a lot of... Uh, Warm went out. I think now it's basically 
just the criminals are still there, which is fine. And, the, and don't forget the terrorists. See? Yes. Criminals, terrorists. Yeah. Yes. So crypto, the air came out of crypto. Yeah. What else do we have? And the criminals are in jail no. for the crypto thing. Oh, the, the criminals are in jail for crypto, but the criminals are not in jail in general. This is definitely, this is definitely the year of decriminalization of crime. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's so, a lot. Yes. It's um, going to be an election year. It's going to be It's going to be a mess. No, it's going to be awesome. Uh, I, I'm, the I'm, world I'm is going to be my, the most craziest place next no, year. I'm getting a red hair wig. What are you talking about? I, I'm, I'm going to do my best Trump impressions. Who knows? Maybe uh, the Supreme Court will take him off the ballot. Not uh, going to happen. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. I'm not looking forward for 2024. Uh, by the way, the, uh, the, uh, the cancellation of Roe versus Wade, was this this year or last year? I don't know. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But the impact is definitely felt. The, the impact is definitely felt this year. So I think the, I think the impact of the, the cancellation of Roe versus Wade, and I think it was less impactful than people thought. it was sometimes less summer maybe. I but, I think that, but I think the impact of it is felt on one hand, but less impactful than people suspected. Why don't you you're saying it because you are no. in a no, 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 no. I'm looking blue at blue state. No, I'm, I'm I think th- for women in Texas, they feel it. But I, on the other hand, Ohio came back and did something with that. So it, I think it, it's you, a big ticket for the Democrats to try to win was, the election. Uh, <clears throat> pardon me. That producer note that was in the summer of 2022. So Okay. Yeah. Nevertheless. Nevertheless. It was definitely a year that a lot of the discussions were around this. Yeah. Yeah. What else? Uh, what other big... Uh, I think you're waking up from uh, from the from NPR and the Daily. You used to be a huge fan and you're less of a fan. Yeah. In Hebrew. <laughs> waking up. Um, yeah. I mean... I think I realized that I'm more of a central lefty. No, no, no. You're, and maybe you're to, not that. You're coming to the right side. You're coming. I'm to the coming right. to the right side. It's you're not coming. a warm and cozy home for sure. So I, I, I don't have a political home at the moment. I'm in exploration mo- mode. It's like I'm looking for a job. I'm looking for a party. And it's rough. I think, you, <laughs> I think you need to look for a truck. The, the, I, I think, found that my, my heart is very nicely here in the right with people that drive F-150s. I think it's... If it's electrical, I will think about it. Cool. <laughs> cool. Uh, Elon. <laughs> Elon. No. Elon is it. No, 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 no. I'm not Camp Elon. That's... Not Camp Elon. The guy is not. And he did crash a company. I know that that happened a year before, but he definitely destroyed Twitter this year. Oh yeah, I mean it's an ongoing, it's an ongoing endeavor <laughs> of him yes, to it's just to kill it. It's just enjoy how to see this. But after <laughs> October seventh, I'm back on this platform. I'm not posting anything, but I am reading shit there Don't because do, that's because that's you're a doom scrolling. Kind of doom scroller. Yeah, you see the crazy stuff that you don't see elsewhere. I don't want to see other stuff. You do. I, I, I downloaded Telegram. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there is a worse place on earth. OMG. I, I, I discovered Telegram. I, that is 
a crazy shit rabbit hole. I think this Highly one, not recommended. I'm deleting it during my detox. I think this is the time to pause. <laughs> Can I keep LinkedIn? Yes. We need to... Uh, this is how we get jobs. It's, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I and, need to get a job. Exactly. Yes. And we, I will build a website. And we now, by the way... Uh, Our company, our p- podcast is incorporated. Yeah, we said it before. Yes, yeah, but yeah. This, is a, we, we this is a story of a year, and we need to make sure that we... <laughs> yes. If anyone wants a T-shirt, we can take care of it. Peace. Yes, yes. Well, I think we're good for now. We're good um, for now. I, I'm hoping for a year that will be less terrible than what I think it would be. I am very optimistic. I think it, this is a year of a lot of growth in our businesses. I think it's a year where a couple of key technologies in our industry, like firewall, like secure access, like identity-driven things, will grow significantly thanks to AI. So that's my take on the year. I agree. Technology-wise, This is the time to be in cybersecurity. Never been a better time. Never been a t- better time to start a company. Well, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays, everyone. Happy Kwanzaa. Whatever you celebrate. Celebrate. Um, the key message is celebrate. Celebrate. It's tough times. We should be celebrating. Thank you for being with us. We will see you next year. The Didi and Lital Show is a weekly podcast. Please rate and review us wherever you get your podcast. We will be here next week. Thank you. Bye-bye.